Welcome to the Happy Holy Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, a doctor of traditional naturopathy and certified brain health professional. Now, those of you that know Happy Holy You, you know that we are all about health and well-being, and we combine all the physical aspects, nutritional aspects, as well as the energetic and emotional aspects to well-being. So on this podcast, you guys, you are going to get a variety of information with different topics that can range from brain health all the way to how your energy field impacts your overall health and well-being. Now, let me remind you that we are not giving medical advice on this podcast, and these are just our personal experiences and information that we are sharing. If you do have any physical or any mental challenges going on in your life, we highly recommend that you seek a medical professional that you have a strong relationship with. All right, you guys, we are going to get started. So here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Whole You Podcast. And today I want to talk to you about sleep. This is one of those things that, of course, I thought in my 20s that I could get away with, you know, four and a half hours of sleep, maybe five and a half if I was lucky. Wake up, go run five, six, ten miles in a morning. And I did that for a very, very long time. And I honestly, I don't know how or why I did it other than I guess my brain thought that exercise was more important than sleep. And as I've gotten older, I realize, oh my gosh, how important is sleep? It is vital. It's probably one of the most anti-aging things we could do is make sure that we get enough sleep following that with our diet. And then of course, exercise. I do think comes in third and we don't have to exercise as much as I once thought that's for sure but I was looking into sleep and you know there's a difference between insomnia and acute sleep deprivation and then chronic sleep deprivation and Ultimately, I want to talk to you about chronic sleep deprivation. Now, this differs from insomnia because insomnia is like you have the time to sleep. You just can't fall asleep or you're just not sleeping well and you can't seem to get yourself to get in that restful state. So that's different than the sleep deprivation, which is where ultimately we can be burning the candle at both ends. We know we should be getting in bed. Maybe we're watching Netflix, we're binging on Netflix or some shows, or we're just on our cell phones. You know, we need to wake up early the next morning and our alarm's going to go off and, you know, five or six hours. And we just continue to get that missed two hours extra of sleep. We should be getting, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep in a single night. And for years, I I would go to bed, oh gosh, 10, 11 o'clock at night. And then I would wake up at 4.30 in the morning to go run. And now when I say I go to bed at, you know, 9.30, 10.30 at night, sometimes it would even be 11. You know, this is when I'm getting into bed. This isn't me falling right asleep. And so, you know, our body goes in these sleep cycles. So if I'm going to bed at 11 o'clock and I'm waking up at 4.30, okay, you may say, well, that's five and a half hours of sleep. Still definitely not enough. 
But, you know, I would venture that back then I was getting maybe four and a half hours of sleep. Now I have that aura ring and it does track my sleep. And even when I'm in my bed for nine hours, you know, it's saying sometimes I'm getting seven hours and 45 minutes, eight hours, and 15 minutes. But of course, I've been in bed for nine hours. And so really the sleep time can vary. And so the deprivation has been brought back to my attention because I recently joined a gym, more like exercise classes. I, I wanted that accountability and the classes are at 530 in the morning. So now I'm waking up, rolling out of bed about 505, brushing my teeth, getting a big glass of water, you know, hoping I put my pants on the right way. <laughs> and then I drive about six to seven minutes to go to exercise class. It might be yoga, it might be TRX, bar. So there's a variety of classes. And I've been doing this now. I'm waking up early and doing this. And before that, I was waking up more like six o'clock, 6.10, 6.15, then going and walking for a couple miles or going for a jog for a couple miles. And that difference of waking up, that hour difference is I'm feeling it. It's what I want to tell you. I am definitely feeling it. So I have to really be on myself to get to bed, be in bed, ready for sleep by nine o'clock, which can be challenging. So needless to say, for years, I had a lot of sleep deprivation. And I think so many people have this. But the amount of people that I see when I ask them, how do you sleep? They're like, oh, I sleep okay. There's two things that usually I see. One, people are having a hard time falling asleep or staying asleep or both. And then those are the ones that are kind of leading in the more insomnia, their anxious mind, they can't shut off their mind at night. They just, they cannot sleep. And then the other one is people that are just the sleep deprivation. They're staying up too late. They're trying to fit everything in and they're just not getting plenty of sleep. And so what happens when we don't get enough sleep and we have the sleep deprivation? And by the way, sleep deprivation is really a person that does not receive at least six to eight hours of sleep per night. And children need at least nine to 10 hours of sleep per night. So some of these teenagers that I'm seeing, you know, they're on their cell phones scrolling until 11, 12 o'clock at night. And you know, in California here, they're pushing school back to start around nine o'clock, but I don't necessarily know if that's helping anything, you know, so they fall asleep at midnight and then they maybe say they woke up at eight o'clock because school starts at nine. They still need that, you know, nine hours of sleep around that time. And they're just not getting that. And, you know, sleep deprivation, if you're constantly yawning, you can't focus, you have a lack of energy, you're realizing you're making poor decisions or dozing off. Like if you're just sitting there and you start to feel tired and sleepy and you start dozing off, maybe you're struggling with memory, your hormones feel like they're fluctuating a lot. These are all signs that you are, you have sleep deprivation and, you know, even just acute sleep deprivation, which is what I'm like, I'm feeling like, is that what's going on with me right now? Because I'm changing my sleep schedule. You know, you can tend to make errors. I noticed the other day when I woke up early, really early, I was like losing my words. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to like wake up or something. But I was like, wasn't connecting words. And then, you know, acute sleep deprivation. Also, you can have little accidents, just make errors, things like that. But it's that chronic over time, not getting enough sleep that can be really devastating to people's bodies. And if you have chronic sleep deprivation, you actually 
increase your chances of obesity, diabetes, your immune system can have a lot of issues. You can feel actually increased pain in your body as well. So you can be more sensitive to pain. You can even develop cardiovascular disease has been linked to chronic sleep deprivation. So I want to bring this to your attention because I think a couple things. One, I definitely think that there is a balance between waking up early to move your body and to have the time for meditation and be intentional. And then that cutting into your sleep, you got to be really mindful about it. That's, this is what I'm working through right now actively is how do I get my kids in bed sooner? How do I get to bed earlier so I can have this extra time to start going to these classes earlier in the morning? And if it doesn't work out for me, for that to be a reality with my nightly routine with my children and all that, then I'm going to have to look at going to, you know, a later class, maybe a 9am and pushing clients back to start seeing them more like 11am. Luckily, I have the luxury to do that. But I know that when I was working in the corporate world, I did not have a luxury to do that. So I had to wake up at 430 in the morning and get my workout in. Because if I didn't get it in by the time I got home and was dealing with the kids, it was like there was never time. It was just really hard. And plus, I was tired by the end of the day. So I didn't even want to work out at the end of the so I know for me before 10 a.m. I need to get some type of movement in. My goal is to do this early morning class, see how it goes. They have a variety of classes. I know it will challenge my body. It'll challenge my brain, but I got to figure out this, this sleep situation. So I'm changing my routine at night. And I'm also, we got these really great light blocking shades in our bedroom. I absolutely love them. So our bedroom can get really dark. We don't have a TV in our bedroom at all. We don't have lights flashing in our bedroom, which is really, really great. And if I'm not going to get at least six hours of sleep. I already told myself there is no exercise class. So I actually made that a rule for myself. But I will say that it's been cutting it pretty close these last few days. And I know that my body needs like seven hours, I think is like where I definitely need to be sleeping for seven hours. So also cutting off my electronics by 9 p.m. and the TV. So that's the other thing is I'm a sucker for like coming home, getting the kids all settled in, making dinner and, you know, wanting to sit and watch TV is like, oh, it's so relaxing. And usually I can those days are Wednesdays and maybe Friday night for me. You know, Monday is a volunteer night and actually Thursdays are another night that I can get a little bit of just chill time. So that's my go-to is watching TV, but I need to make sure I'm done with the TV and not getting sucked into shows and watching them episode after episode. And then before I know it, it's 11 o'clock at night. Like I cannot do that. And then I have to admit, and this is a total plug, but I'm going to give it to you because it's real, <laughs> is my Sleepy You tea and my Sleepy You tincture that we sell at happyholeyou.com. That is literally like my jam. I love it so much. I don't do the tea every night, but I do the tea probably three nights a week. But the Sleepy You tincture is, I leave it right next to my sink. So before I brush my teeth, I actually do my Sleepy You tincture and then I wash my face and do a little routine and then I brush my teeth and then I'm going to bed. But that 
has helped me so much because I found for a while too, even though I was getting more sleep, I was waking up. I found myself waking up a couple times a night and I was using the bathroom and I thought, oh, well, it's because I'm drinking all this water. But once I started my tea and tincture routine, I'm not waking up like I was to use the restroom, which is great. And I'm actually getting deeper sleep. And so my aura ring, it tracks all that. And I love it. I'm a geek. I love to track all that. And so that actually has helped me tremendously. And for anyone out there, like just even doing a warm tea before bed can be really, really helpful. Like chamomile tea is good. Valerian root is really good. So getting yourself, you know, a routine at night, if you're staying up late, you know, and you're in the sleep deprivation, not insomnia, but the sleep deprivation, I think the biggest thing that we all need to do is really check out our (laughs) nightly routines because things can get crazy, especially, you know, those of us that have kids or you know you you have a job and you bring work home or you're running a business you know those things can suck up our time and our energy and then of course you know social media as well And so a little bit more discipline from all of us can be helpful. But I wanted to bring this to your attention because sleep deprivation is a real thing. I've struggled with it myself that I struggle with the balance of the exercise and waking up early and getting the sleep and all the things. So I encourage you all get your night routine down. Make sure your room is dark. If you read before bed, try to use one of those amber lights. I love it. I have one that clips on my books and it's that amber light. So it's not a lot of blue light. Definitely stay out cell phones and if you're on your cell phone I would turn the brightness all the way down and then make sure that you're at least our minimum you guys six hours of sleep for everyone so don't even think about setting that alarm earlier than getting six hours of sleep turn off that tv those electronics and yeah if it feels good for you get some of that sleepy you tea or get that sleepy you tincture and I think if you order them online oh gosh I should know this you guys the sleepy you tea is like 20 bucks and the tincture, which is a 60 day supply is, I know, I know it's less than $30. Like it's definitely affordable and it has really good anti-aging properties in it and herbs. And it's just really, really good. So I encourage you to give that a go and give us feedback. Okay. You guys, and we have some exciting things coming up on the happy whole you podcast. I'll be introducing you to somebody new. So stay tuned for that because there is going to be a new co-host on the happy whole you podcast. And I cannot wait to share her with you. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happywholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.